0: Hare Krishna. This is a reading from the Srimad Bhagavatam, Third Canto, Chapter 27, Texts 10 through 16. Clear vision, free from false ego. Text 10. Lord Kapila continued. One should be situated in the transcendental position, beyond the stages of material consciousness, and should be aloof from all other conceptions of life. Thus realizing freedom from false ego, one should see his own self just as he sees the sun in the sky. Report by Srila Prabhupada Consciousness acts in three stages under the material conception of life. When we are awake, consciousness acts in a particular way. When we are asleep, it acts in a different way. And when we are in deep sleep, consciousness acts in still another way. To become Krishna conscious, one has to become transcendental to these three stages of consciousness. Our present consciousness should be freed from all the perceptions of life other than consciousness of Krishna, the supreme personality of Godhead. This is called duri bhutanya darshana, which means that when one attains perfect Krishna consciousness, he does not see anything but Krishna. In the chaitanya charitamrita it is said that the perfect devotee may see the movable and immovable objects, but in everything he sees that the energy of Krishna is acting. As soon as he remembers the energy of Krishna, he immediately remembers Krishna in his personal form. Therefore, in all his observations, he sees Krishna only. In Brahma Samhita 538, it is stated that when one's eyes are smeared with love of Krishna Premanjana chudita he always sees Krishna outside and inside This is confirmed here one should be freed from all other vision and in that way he is freed from the false egoistic identification and sees himself as the eternal servitor of the lord Chakshu sevarkam As we can see the sun without a doubt, one who is fully developed in Krishna consciousness sees Krishna and his energy. By this vision, one becomes Atma-drik, or self-realized. When the false ego of identifying the body with the self is removed, actual vision of life is perceivable. The senses, therefore, also become purified. Real service to the Lord begins when the senses are purified. One does not have to stop the activities of the senses, but the false ego of identifying with the body has to be removed. Then the senses automatically become purified. And with purified senses, one can actually discharge devotional service. Text 11. A liberated soul realizes the absolute personality of Godhead, who is transcendental and who is manifest as a reflection even in the false ego. He is the support of the material cause and he enters into everything. He is absolute, one without a second, and he is the eyes of the illusory energy. Report by Śrīla Prabhupāda A pure devotee can see the presence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead in everything materially manifested. He is present there only as a reflection, but a pure devotee can realize that in the darkness of material illusion, the only light is the Supreme Lord, who is its support. It is confirmed in the Bhagavad-gītā the background of material manifestation is lord krishna and as confirmed in the brahma samhita krishna is the cause of all causes in the brahma samhita it is stated that the supreme lord by his partial or plenary expansion is present not only within this universe and each and every universe but in every atom although he is one without a second. The word advayam, without a second, which is used in this verse, indicates that although the Supreme Personality of Godhead is represented in everything, including the atoms, he is not divided. His presence in everything is explained in the next verse. Text 12 The presence of the Supreme Lord can be realized just as the sun is realized first as a reflection on water and again in a second reflection on the wall of a room, although the sun itself is situated in the sky. Report by Srila Prabhupada The example given herewith is perfect. The sun is situated in the sky, far, far away from the surface of the earth. But its reflection can be seen in a pot of water in a corner of a room. The room is dark, and the sun is far away in the sky. But the sun's reflection on the water illuminates the darkness in the room. A pure devotee can realize the presence of the Supreme Personality of Godhead in everything by the reflection of his energy. In the Vishnu Purana, it is stated that as the presence of fire is understood by heat and light, so the Supreme Personality of Godhead, although one without a second, is perceived everywhere by the diffusion of his different energies. It is confirmed in the Ishopanishad that the presence of the Lord is perceived everywhere by the liberated soul. Just as sunshine and the reflection can be perceived everywhere, although the sun is situated far away from the surface of the globe. TEXT 13 The self-realized soul is thus reflected first in the threefold ego, and then in the body, senses, and mind. PURPORT By Śrīla Prabhupāda The conditioned soul thinks, I am this body. But the liberated soul thinks, I am not this body. I am spirit-soul. This I am is called ego, or identification of the self. I am this body, or everything in relationship to this body is mine, is called false ego. But when one is self-realized, he thinks that he is an eternal servitor of the Supreme Lord. That identification is real ego. One conception is in the darkness of the threefold qualities of material nature, goodness, passion and ignorance. And the other is in the pure state of goodness called shudhasattva or vasudev. When we say that we should give up our ego, this means that we should give up our false ego. But real ego is always present. When one is reflected through the material contamination of the body and mind in false identification, he is in the conditioned state. But when he is reflected in the pure stage, he is called liberated. The identification of oneself with one's material possessions in the conditioned stage must be purified, and one must identify himself in relationship with the Supreme Lord. In the conditioned state, one accepts everything as an object of sense gratification. And in the liberated state, one accepts everything for the service of the Supreme Lord. Krishna consciousness, devotional service, is the actual liberated stage of the living entity. Otherwise, both accepting and rejecting on the material platform, or in voidness or impersonalism, are imperfect conditions for the pure soul. By understanding of the pure soul, called satyadrik, one can see everything as a reflection of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. A concrete example can be given in this connection. A conditioned soul sees a very beautiful rose, and he thinks that the nice aromatic flower should be used for his own sense gratification. This is one kind of vision. A liberated soul, however, sees the same flower as a reflection of the Supreme Lord. He thinks, This beautiful flower is made possible by the superior energy of the Supreme Lord. Therefore, it belongs to the Supreme Lord and should be utilized in his service. These are two kinds of vision, The conditioned soul sees the flower for his own enjoyment and the devotee sees the flower as an object to be used in the service of the Lord. In the same way, one can see the reflection of the Supreme Lord in one's own senses, mind, and body, in everything. With that correct vision, one can engage everything in the service of the Lord. It is stated in the Bhakti-rasamrita-sindhu, that one who has engaged everything, his vital energy, his wealth, his intelligence, and his words, in the service of the Lord, or who desires to engage all these things in the service of the Lord, no matter how he is situated, is to be considered a liberated soul, or Satya satyadrik. Such a man has understood things as they are. Text 14. Although a devotee appears to be merged in the five elements, the objects of material enjoyment, the material senses, and the material mind and intelligence, he is understood to be awake and to be freed from the false ego. Purport. by Srila Prabhupada. The explanation by Rupa Goswami in the Bhakti-rasamrita-sindhu of how a person can be liberated even in this body is more elaborately explained in this verse. The living entity who has become satya Drik, who realizes his position in relationship with the Supreme Personality of Godhead, may remain apparently merged in the five elements of matter, the five material sense-objects the ten senses, and the mind and intelligence. But still, he is considered to be awake and to be freed from the reaction of false ego. Here, the word lina is very significant. The Mayavadi philosophers recommend merging in the impersonal effulgence of Brahman. That is their ultimate goal or destination. That merging is also mentioned here. But in spite of merging, one can keep his individuality. The example given by Jiva Goswami is that a green bird that enters into a green tree appears to merge in color of greenness, but actually the bird does not lose its individuality. Similarly, a living entity merged either in the material nature or in the spiritual nature, does not give up his individuality. Real individuality is to understand one's self to be the eternal servitor of the Supreme Lord. This information is received from the mouth of Lord Chaitanya. He said clearly, upon the inquiry of Goswami that a living entity is the servitor of Krishna, eternally. Krishna also confirms in Bhagavad-gītā that the living entity is eternally His part and parcel. That part and parcel is meant to serve the whole. This is individuality. It is so even in this material existence, when the living entity apparently merges in matter. His gross body is made up of the five elements, His subtle body is made of mind, intelligence and false ego, and contaminated consciousness. And he has five active senses and five knowledge-acquiring senses. In this way, he merges in matter. But even while merged in the twenty-four elements of matter, he can keep his individuality as the eternal servitor of the Lord. Either in the spiritual nature, or in the material nature, such a servitor is to be considered a liberated soul that is the explanation of the authorities and it is confirmed in this verse Text 15 The living entity can vividly feel his existence as the seer, but because of the disappearance of the ego during the state of deep sleep, he falsely takes himself to be lost, like a man who has lost his fortune and feels distressed, thinking himself to be lost. Purport By Śrīla Prabhupāda Only in ignorance does a living entity think that he is lost. If by attainment of knowledge he comes to the real position of his eternal existence, he knows that he is not lost. An appropriate example is mentioned here, nāsta-vītā-eva-turā. A person who has lost a great sum of money may think that he is lost but actually he is not lost, only his money is lost. But due to his absorption in the money, or identification with the money, he thinks that he is lost. Similarly, when we falsely identify with matter as our field of activities, we think that we are lost, although actually we are not. As soon as a person is awakened to the pure knowledge of understanding that he is an eternal servitor of the lord his own real position is revived a living entity can never be lost when one forgets his identity in deep sleep he becomes absorbed in dreams and he may think himself a different person or may think himself lost but actually his identity is intact This concept of being lost is due to false ego, and it continues as long as one is not awakened to the sense of his existence as an eternal servitor of the Lord. The Mayavadi philosopher's concept of becoming one with the Supreme Lord is another symptom of being lost in false ego. One may falsely claim that he is the Supreme Lord, but actually he is not. This is the last snare of Maya's influence upon the living entity. To think oneself equal with the Supreme Lord or to think oneself to be the Supreme Lord himself is also due to false ego. Text 16 When, by mature understanding, one can realize his individuality, then the situation he accepts under false ego becomes manifest to him. Purport by Srila Prabhupada The Mayavadi philosopher's position is that at the ultimate issue, the individual is lost. Everything becomes one, and there is no distinction between the knower, the knowable, and knowledge. But, by minute analysis, we can see that this is not correct. Individuality is never lost, even when one thinks that the three different principles, namely the knower, the knowable, and knowledge, are amalgamated or merged into one. The very concept that the three merge into one is another form of knowledge. And since the perceiver of knowledge still exists, how can one say that the knower, knowledge, and knowable have become one? The individual soul, who is perceiving this knowledge, still remains an individual. Both in material existence and in spiritual existence, the individuality continues. The only difference is in the quality of the identity. In the material identity, the false ego acts. And because of false identification, one takes things to be different from what they actually are. That is the basic principle of conditioned life. Similarly, when the false ego is purified, one takes everything in its right perspective. That is the state of liberation. It is stated in the Ishupanishad that everything belongs to the Lord, everything exists on the energy of the Supreme Lord. This is also confirmed in Bhagavad Gita. Because everything is produced of His energy and exists on His energy, the energy is not different from Him. But still the Lord declares, I am not there. When one clearly understands one's constitutional position, everything becomes manifest. False, egoistic acceptance of things conditions one, whereas acceptance of things as they are makes one liberated. The example given in the previous verse is applicable here. Due to absorption of one's identity with his money, when the money is lost, he thinks that he is also lost but actually he is not identical with the money, nor does the money belong to him. When the actual situation is revealed, we understand that the money does not belong to any individual person or living entity, nor is it produced by man. Ultimately, the money is the property of the Supreme Lord, and there is no question of its being lost. But as long as one falsely thinks I am the enjoyer, or I am the Lord, this concept of life continues, and one remains conditioned. As soon as this false ego is eliminated, one is liberated.